Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Today we're going to go on to episode 96, The Dino Ranch. And don't forget if you like this episode or any other episodes, please give the podcast a rating or share an episode on social media. It goes a long way. Anyways, on to the show. As usual, just get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. When we left off last time, you were on the dinosaur planet with your friends from school, and you just went to hang out with the dino riders for a day. Imagine yourself waking up, stretching and moving your head from left to right. You look around the room and you realize that you're on the dinosaur planet still. Oh yeah, I better go see my friends, you say. You walk out through the door and enter the dinosaur base. The base is a huge open area with enough room to land a spaceship, as well as some pods for living in. The whole thing's surrounded by a giant laser fence to keep out any dinosaurs that might want to cause some trouble. At the center of the base is a big campfire pit with chairs and benches surrounding it. You see many of your friends already up sitting around the fire pit eating breakfast. So you go do the same thing. First you head over to the replicators and make yourself your favorite breakfast. Then you sit down and eat while talking to your friends. I wish we could go back and ride some more dinosaurs, says one of your friends. That was so cool. It's too bad you don't have your own dinosaurs, your friend says. Well, we could get our own dinosaurs, you say. I mean, that's a great idea. I could have Spaceship expand this place for enough room for a... a dinosaur ranch. That's a... That's what we're going to do. We're going to create a dinosaur ranch. You say to all of your friends very excitedly. Uh, okay. Um, how do you expect us to create a ranch? Your friend says. That's easy. Spaceship? Yes, says Spaceship. Can you expand this place into a dinosaur ranch? Make the fence bigger. Get a huge open area for our dinosaurs to run around. And of course, make sure there's room for food and water, maybe a barn to sleep in when they're cold, something like that. Understood, says Spaceship. The back hatch of Spaceship suddenly opens up, and out come a stream of little floating robots. The robots fly over to a set of 3D printers, printers that can pretty much make anything, and they begin to turn them on. The printers whir to life and begin working, printing posts and metal parts and all sorts of things. As the printers finish printing each part, robots pick them up and fly them into place. All right, you say. Spaceship will take care of this part. Now what we have to do is find us some dinosaurs. Uh... I mean, we know how to catch dinosaurs, but we don't know how to train them. How do you expect us to do that? That's easy, you say. Who do you think taught the dino riders to ride dinosaurs in the first place? 
Have you forgotten why they call me the bringer of dinosaurs? Huh? Have you? You ask. Uh, you've never told us that story, your friend says. Oh, right, you say. Well, the important part is there's two ways to train a dinosaur. Number one, you can give it food, because generally dinosaurs are just kind of hangry because they haven't eaten enough. When you give them food, they tend to be nicer, and sometimes they can even talk, you explain to your friends. But the other way, which is much, much easier, is to just put one of these puppies on them. You press the button on your watch that causes your spacesuit to fold out around your entire body. As soon as your spacesuit's folded out around you, you press a button on your left wrist, and a little cannon pops out of it. You shoot the cannon straight up into the air. A control collar pops out, unfolds, and you catch it in your hands. All you have to do is get one of these around a dinosaur's neck, and it'll listen to anything you want it to. Really? Your friend says. Let's go try it. All right, you say. I don't really want to bother the dragons again today, so I was thinking we'd just use our spacesuits to get there. Okay, your friend says. You've given each of your friends a special watch that folds out into a high-tech spacesuit. The spacesuit's basically a high-tech set of armor that allows you to do all sorts of things, including flying. Does everyone remember how to fly, you ask? You then just think about flying up in the air, and the boosters in your feet and hands activate, and you begin to hover just a little bit off the ground. Each of your friends presses the button on their watch, unfolding the high-tech space armor around each of them, and one by one they fly up into the air. Follow me, you say. You will yourself straight up into the air over the fence on the dinosaur base, and the boosters in your feet and hands listen immediately. Flying feels very natural in one of these spacesuits. You shoot up over the fence and out into a huge field of green grass. One by one, your friends follow you, and you're soon flying over the dinosaur planet, just in your spacesuits. It doesn't take long before you come across a herd of Triceratops. You see them running down below, creating a huge dust cloud. Well, you guys want some Triceratops, you ask? Your friends all nod yes. So you change direction and fly towards the huge dust cloud created by the stampeding Triceratops. You get down closer and start to lower yourself down towards them. You press the button on your left wrist, which pops up the cannon that shoots out the control collars. While you're flying, you aim the control collar until it locks on to one of the dinosaurs. Then you squeeze your hand and fire. The control collar shoots straight out and immediately snaps around the neck of the Triceratops. He stops in place and all of the other dinosaurs run around him. 
You and your friends stop and hover over top of them while the rest of the Triceratops run by. Then you land beside him. You reach out your hand and he comes over and presses his face up against it. You give him a little scratch on the cheek and then say, well, who wants to ride him? One of your friends immediately volunteers. Your friend jumps up on the giant triceratops, holds on to the control collar with his hands, and gives him a little kick. The triceratops walks wherever he wants it to, so he tries running, and the triceratops does that too. It's not as smooth of a ride as the raptors were, but it looks pretty fun. Well, who's up for more dinosaur catching? You ask and all of your friends raise their hands. You fly and ride across the field once again, scanning left and right for any dinosaurs you can find. Look up there, one of your friends says. It's some sort of flying dinosaur, like a pterodactyl or pterodon or something. Can we catch it? Your friend asks. Of course we can. Let's go. You head straight towards the pterodactyl flying high in the air, and your friends follow you. You fly up and above it until you're looking straight down at it. Do you want to get this one? You ask your friend. Sure, your friend says. You watch as your friend presses the button on their left wrist, points the cannon down at the dinosaur, locks on, and fires the control collar. As the control collar hits the pterodactyl, it drops for a second before gaining its balance again and spreading its wings. It flies down towards the ground and lands. You and your friends land beside it and the friend that fired the control collar goes up towards it. They reach out their hand and the pterodactyl pushes their head against it. Your friend climbs on top, grabs onto the control collar as a place to hang on, and the pterodactyl begins to fly up into the air. This is so cool. You and your friends spend the rest of the afternoon catching more dinosaurs. You catch some raptors, a few different kinds of long-necked dinosaurs, a couple more flying dinosaurs, and before long, everyone has their own dinosaur. Well, except you, of course. You fly above your friends as they ride their dinosaurs back towards the dinosaur base. Your friends keep asking what kind of dinosaur you plan on getting, and you're just not sure yet. They all seem pretty cool, but you're sure you'll know when you see it. And just as you have that thought, the dinosaurs suddenly get startled by a noise off to the left. They all shrink away to the right while looking over their shoulders. Uh, what's that sound? One of your friends asks. I'd know that sound anywhere, you say. That's the sound of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Suddenly, a Tyrannosaurus Rex breaks through the trees 
and begins to run straight at you. Your friends all give their dinosaurs a kick and start running in the opposite direction towards the dinosaur base. But you decide you have some other ideas. As the Tyrannosaurus runs straight for you, you wait until it's almost right in front of you, and then you blast off with your rockets, do a front flip, and as you flip over top of the Tyrannosaurus, you reach your hand out, the cannon pops up, and you fire a control collar. The control collar snaps around the Tyrannosaurus's neck, and the Tyrannosaurus suddenly straightens up and falls over on his stomach. Slowly, it gets up and looks left and right, feeling kind of strange and blinking its eyes a lot. You carefully walk up to the Tyrannosaurus holding your hand out, and instead of biting it, the Tyrannosaurus presses its nose against it. It's an absolutely massive nose. It ducks down and allows you to climb onto its back, and once again the control collar is formed into a perfect handle to hold onto. You give the T-Rex a little kick, and before long, you and your friends are stampeding together across the dinosaur planet, each of you on your very own dinosaur. As you get towards the dinosaur base, it looks a lot bigger than before. The fence has expanded a huge area out to the left of it. Did Spaceship do that? One of your friends asks. I guess so, you say. Let's go check it out. You run up to the base and in through the gates. There's a whole new area inside the base. It has a gigantic barn as the entrance. And then a huge field surrounded by a laser fence on the outside as well as a laser fence separating it from the living area. Inside the fenced area is everything a dinosaur would need to be happy. The robots have planted trees and shrubs, and they've even installed replicators for the dinosaurs. It looks to be split into two areas, one for meat-eating dinosaurs and one for those who prefer plants, which, even with the control collars on, is probably a good idea. You and your friends bring the dinosaurs up to the fenced-in area and hop off. They each happily go inside and begin munching on trees, or, in the case of the T-Rex, heading straight for the replicator for a big steak dinner. Well, I think I'll call this place the Dinosaur Ranch. And as you say that, one of the robots flies up in front of you with a sign that says, The Dinosaur Ranch. They nail the sign to the top of the barn, 
and then disappear. You and your friends take off your spacesuits by pressing the button on your watch and allowing them to fold back in. You have a nice campfire while you eat your dinner. And then, when you're feeling tired, you head back towards your bed. You open the door to your sleeping cabin, walk inside, and you see a very comfortable looking bed. You turn off the lights and crawl into the bed, pulling the covers over top of yourself. As soon as your head hits the pillow, you realize how tired you've been. Your eyes are becoming heavy, so you just let them close. Then with each breath, you allow your muscles to relax more and more, and you sink deeper and deeper into the mattress. You start by noticing any tension in your feet, and you let it go, and then your legs, and you let that tension go too. Next, your arms and your shoulders, and last, your face, just letting your face melt into a nice half-smile as you just appreciate how comfortable the bed is and you allow yourself to dream of new adventures to come. Good night, everyone.